episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. And I'm David Maymoudis. And we're talking about the four, well, three, well, yes, well, three playoff games. And we'll end the last game of the regular season for the Sounders. Yet yeah, we're not a lot of other political news going on, but we're not talking about that at all. It's all soccer, unlike the rest of the media. So let's start with that end of with that uh, Final last game of the regular season. Regular season game. Sounders win this two one. Thoughts on the game? Yeah, going into it, they knew what they had to do. Um, I guess there were some ways they could have snuck in with a with a tire loss, but and, really uh, important to determine their own fate against RSL. And it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure you predicted 2-1 for that game. I had 2-0 and you had 2-1. But uh, we scored early off of uh, first a back heel by Rodon. Mears plays it in and another... Or a dummy or flick on from Morris. And right, that was a great sequence. Finally, Fernandez scores. And then uh, got, he got injured in the next game, which was kind of a tragedy. Which was a tragedy. But then, so great sequence. They go back the other way, deflect. And Stephen Fry can't get to it from Lucas Moholland, who scores the goal. But the and Sounders then, hold on. Yep, Sounders hold on to a 2-1 victory, and it would have and it looked good for us to make it in the first place because Vancouver stopped Portland, and Portland finished the season with a... With a they never won on the road as they lost. They, they, scored, they scored late, wasn't enough, and uh, Portland and Columbus, neither of them made the playoffs. What are your thoughts on this, on how neither of the teams last year in MOS Cup made the playoffs? Well, I guess what we just have to do now is break that string by winning the MLS Cup and then making it back to the playoffs again in 2018. I think I think it really shows uh, that the league is growing and it's, re- it's really basically everyone's a competitor. Um, you, you saw... We saw this year Colorado in the playoffs. We saw Philadelphia in the playoffs. But why do you think Portland dropped off so much? Uh, you know, Portland just really never got going, uh, if you ask me. They did. They picked up. They got, uh, they got two victories against the Sounders. But besides that, they really never got going and. At the end of the day, you have to win at least a couple games at home. Yep. And they can't do that. The Sounders were the only team that respected the championship somehow. So, so we move on to the playoffs. And the Sounders make it into fourth place. And at this and at this point, game. and at this point, after we won that game against RSL, I felt very confident. I knew if we made the playoffs, I felt pretty confident about our road uh, to get further on. Come, about Smetzer coming into the league. Okay, Smetzer losing his interim so, title. Smetzer being our head coach. You know, that was right. announced between the Dallas games that he was the head right. coach. Right, so he still had to get two more wins before the Sounders would do it for him. I think I think even if they had lost against Sporting Kansas City, 
Um, he oh, you pro- think just getting to the playoffs was enough? Yeah. You didn't need the playoff win? Because I just don't see... I don't see other... Who the person knew they were going to take besides him. I don't really see any other good replacements. Okay. So, playoffs. First, because we brought... Because we beat RSL. They had to go down to LA. LA picked up a victory there against an RSL team, which really hadn't been playing well. This was pretty and this wasn't very surprising that we were able to, that we beat them and and LA beat them. LA, again, hadn't been playing well either. Landon Donovan started this game. They went away with a victory, but as he's been doing, didn't play really more than a half. You could say it's because, just like in the in the Colorado series, you could say, people have been saying, well, it's because of his age that he's been not playing much. This is just so, so, so wrong. He's not young. He retired way too early. He's not I old, it. Or he's not young? Yes, he's not old. Okay. He's... He, he retired too early. I called it. He was coming back. And I, I don't care. He, if he's not injured, he should. there shouldn't be a player that can only play 45 minutes. Most soccer players should be able to keep the endurance, especially when you've only been gone like a year and a half. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of this. But then the other game, Sporting Kansas City versus... Uh, Sounders because Sporting City beat San Jose 2 0 on the last game of the season. They needed to win because you had to win to get in. Yep. It was as simple as that. And we talked about that on our last episode before we knew it was going to happen. But. So, San. Now, uh, well, we got it. We first, we got to talk about. And now we get. We. we before we get to the, the goal, we got to talk about this game. Had a lot. Uh, there was tons of fouls. And it keeps the thing about how the Sounders are the most foul team. Yep. Benny Failhaber, before he actually got a yellow card, he... Was on five or six he fouls. should have gotten a yellow card. There was one time um, where the ref, uh, that was Ismail Alpha, who had actually refed... Uh, their game against RSL recently, and they weren't very happy with him because he did not award a penalty to them in that game. And two weeks later, they were not happy to see him again. We hadn't seen him in, in a long time. And he had, he's done a bunch of the KC games before. But anyway, yep, so. he points two places on the field. When you do that, you have to show that is the sign for consistent fouling. But that could he also gets be a the yellow card for that. Sign. No, he gets a yellow card for that. You tell him a warning by by moving your hands and being like, no more. When you do that, you're telling the player. Player. Right, but I mean, again, do they give referees specific guidance on how many fouls yes. mean persistent fouling? So yes, sometimes they go one, two, three, four, four no more. I would say between four and five, three and five is probably the okay. limit for so anyway, he was at four and, and a lot, and a couple so of them, a couple of them were bad. Yep. So then, 
we have Sporting Kansas City. They thought they opened their scoring, but Matt Beasler was 100% offsides, and this is a great call by the assistant referee. And Matt Beasler, you, you kind of, you can, he doesn't argue. None of them really argue. Right. Well, he, he was hanging around offside, which made it easier to call. Well, then also, but then later, also, Valdez was only 95% well, so they were offside. Like, there were like five other Sporting Kansas City players who were also, who were also offside. Okay. But none of them were as far offsides as Beasler, so they didn't screen him at all from the referee's view. Then, then after that, uh, a chance by the Sounders gets cleared by Chiz Myers, and he passes up to Benny Failhaber, who at midfield, and it and it all to him and Alonzo at this point was on a yellow card. And uh, what what do you think about this first foul? At at the at the game because we were both at the game, we both looked at each other at both fouls. First one, I thought it even from what we've seen as a red card, it could have been a red. I, I thought the first. Was a red card, I thought the first one. Just saw, of what we've seen in MOS, they've been right. so lenient on giving red cards, so uh, so strict right. about red cards this year that I, I mean, was that, I thought it was going to be a red card. On that second one, when I saw Alonzo go down, when it, yeah, yeah, even before there was any contact, you know, that's we knew you're running the risk, and it looked it looked bad, and right, but luckily I was, the fourth official was, like, was right there. It seemed like I the, told, the referee I, got advice from him. Yeah, and it looked bad. Uh, Alonzo walked away. You could tell he thought he didn't foul them. Um, I could, from where we were sitting, we really didn't have, it was on our side, but we didn't really have a, cl- a clear look at it. I think, and I was worried, I saw the fourth official wave it, wave it off to Ishmael, to, uh, Ishmael Alpha. 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 I saw him wave it off, and that made me happier. And now when I and now, then when I saw the replay, it's it's a, it's one hundred percent the right call. And I think it's just an amazing tackle by Alonzo as he wins, wins all ball. And I've watched, and this is one of the calls that recently in the playoffs has been talked a lot about. And people are saying that's a red card. He should. They should have been down to ten men, and Sporting Kansas City should have been up for like the last thirty minutes. But no, this is a perfect call, and uh, I was and um, the referees just they work together right, and um, I yeah, I, I was happy with the call. So then later we then Nelson Valdez scores. And this one's a little harder to call because, yes, he is offsides, but he's offsides for a lot less than Matt Beasler. Right. He but was he started off day, onside and maybe got his nose <laughs> offside, but but was not sort of clearly offsides and then coming backward like Beasler was. Um. So now after the match, so Peter Vermey said in his interview, and and I and Brian Smetzer never. Never accounted, for, never said anything about this. But Peter Vermey said that at the end of the game, when they went to shake hands, Peter Vermey's, because he's, he's had a lot of respect for the Sounders. And so he said, hope you do well. And Brian said, uh, to me, there's nothing you can do now, but uh, it was a red card. And 
I, at this point, um, this was in his press conference. Neither, he hadn't seen the replay. Metzer hadn't seen the replay. I really hope that Metzer can tell that Alonzo won all ball there. But, uh, uh, I don't like, um, I, I wasn't fond of this. And we, we, and, you know, because Brian hasn't said anything, we don't even, we, Peter Vermes, he very much could be lying. But, on the other hand, I am a, I am a, when it comes to some stuff, I am a biased Sounders fan. So, so, it's all, and he's going to say the same thing around Sporting Kansas City. So, it, it's always going to be hard. Now, he also said in his interview that, well, he said he thought it was a red card and that Matt Beasler was on sides and Nelson Valdez was offsides. Do you think when he goes back and looks at the replay, he would change his mind? Or is he going to stick to it that his team should have made it and they got robbed by a ref who who he now thinks just does not like them? I think he'll keep thinking he was a little bit robbed. Yeah. But I think he'll understand why it happened, and maybe he'll tell Beasler to not be quite so obviously offsides next time. Now, we didn't actually really say what uh, uh, what Benny Failhaber got his yellow card from. So when he goes off, he he went off, went off, and uh, we and he he went off he, after rolling around in pain. They brought the stretcher on. He walked off. And then after this, he got booed every time he touched the ball, which is pretty much like a couple years ago when when Brian Mullins, uh, when he broke Sakawani's leg and they played in Seattle and he got booed every time he touched the ball. Pretty much the same thing. But he comes back on and he is pissed at the ref and goes over to the ref and gets a yellow card. Now, from the looks of the camera, camera, you can't actually tell. Do you th- it's definitely a yellow card because you can't really yell at the ref and you can see his teammates holding him back. You, could you, would you be okay? Or do you think this, in some cases, could this be a red? Could which play be a red? Yelling at the, uh, him going over and going at the, and yelling at the ref. Um, to get a red card, I think you have to do kind of a, you know, Clint Dempsey kind of thing of physically, you know. Hands to the face. Yeah, well, just you know, put your hands anywhere on the ref is pretty bad. Yeah, if you touch the ref, then it's a, then they really are allowed to give you a red card. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what I, what I think about this is we have seen refs in the past. We've seen Mark Geiger in the playoffs twice. After the whistle is gone, or uh, and and in the regular season, we've seen red cards given because players are just mad at the end of the game. They run over to the referee and they get shown a red card. And yes, the full whistle is gone. They still get suspended. Um, but you know, it, it's really hard to call. And I think a lot of it is what you say is what they say. You can't you can't actually get a red card. For swearing, it's more about 
I mean, you can get a red card eventually for disrespecting the ref for a second yellow. At least. Yeah, I think it's more. What it's I not remember, the swear words I, what I remember about people yelling at the ref when I was learning was was you was it's more about it's more if it's like a racial stereotype, okay. which is more red card. Uh, it's more a red card of offense. Yep. Anyway, so they advance, and in the Eastern Conference. Montreal beats Dallas in, uh, beats, uh, not Dallas, uh, D.C. We went to play Dallas. Yep. Uh, and we move and on. then uh, Toronto beats Philadelphia. So Philadelphia's run ended early. Uh, in this, in, and in the seating, the only team after the knockout rounds that we could, that we could actually host is Montreal. Uh, and they're still alive, so theoretically, I think it's a big possibility. I think we already beat Montreal once at home. They are good on the road, as they've proved against the Red Bulls and against D.C. Right, but now as Sounders fans, we really want but, to hope uh, for them to get through. But that'd be fun to get to watch an MOS Cup. Uh, didn't really know much MOS in 2009 when they had an MOS Cup between the Galaxy and the RSL. Here in Seattle, uh, over the uh, on the new on the old rules where they just selected it before, uh, but uh, so this first game not not much, uh, just uh, both teams going come out not much in the first half, and we came out in the second half. Of course, Mario Diaz he got injured in that game against the Sounders late. In late in the regular season, second to last game in the regular season was when he got injured, so a big loss there. Of course, they don't have Fabian Castillo, they and they they have weapons, uh, but they came out with a lineup that I was expecting. I was expecting probably more Rosales to start in this game, start in the same in the second leg, but not in the first leg. But we came out second half and we scored three goals. And after the first goal, I was like, okay, this is okay, but uh, I want another. Two, uh, it was good. And then the third goal, which was just, this is just bad defending. He just rolls it out. Jovan Jones has having a huge part in all three goals. Yeah, just Joe plays Jones. it to Ladero, and that is really the ice on the cake. times their run well and gets behind the defense, is just not hurrying back. And Sounders win 3-0. Very surprising. And then in the other league games, uh, Montreal won 1-0 off a good strike. Uh, LA win off of what was called a goal by Giovanni Santos. But let's be honest, this is not... This is, um, this is really on the line, if you ask me about own goal or 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 goal by the score because yes it does look like it's on target it does look just because where it went in the goal was so different than where it ended up yeah and he's trying to play the ball he's trying to head it over the bar i think i would call it and uh at this point i would call it an on goal and then the other game toronto 2-0 we got to talk about the call that everyone was talking about David Villa not being 
getting a red card or a yellow card for the foul on Cooper, uh, which is just a kickout. Thoughts on this foul? David via Cooper? Yeah, I mean, you know, I agreed with the assessment of it that, you know, they're just being a little annoying to each other and the referee was correct in just saying, stop that. Okay, so now let's get to the second legs. Start off with the first game that took place, uh, Colorado versus L.A. And this, and here is, here we got... Gashi, who just hits a phenomenal goal, and this is just a great strike. He ends up getting injured later, and he would come out of the game. But uh, 1-0, and goes all the way to penalty kicks. And I was kind of surprised Robbie Keane didn't, didn't, wasn't going to in the first four. I'm guessing he was probably five, but we won't know. But Giovanni misses. And yep, the power of Tim Howard. Steven Gerrard, only right one to score for L.A. And Colorado goes through. And I really don't know why L.A. was playing for for a penalty shootout. Because, well, it's, a, yeah. it's actually hard to know. Do you, what do you think is more important? A, a great goalkeeper or a veteran Kick takers. Well, clearly in this case, the great goalkeeper won. But but in general, which do you think is more important? Don't know. Because cause you got Colorado, who's not really known for having all the... They don't really have that many veterans. They got Jones and they got Howard, of, of course. And they and they got the two, the former Sounder. But, um, you know... Uh, it, it, you know, I just, I, it was surprising me, and L.A. couldn't, couldn't take advantage. It's, it's happened a lot that L.A. has failed to, has failed to, their stars have failed to uh, capitalize on penalty kicks in that 2009 game against uh, RSL, uh, Landon Donovan missed his penalty. But, uh, oh no, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, only the one go in it. Uh, but, uh, good, good game. A little less, um, intense than the last, than the penalty shootout last year in Portland. Yeah. That will go down in history mm-hmm. as the oddest. Silliest penalty shootout ever. The strangest. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, back to the Sounders. Sounders... Lose to one, but it is enough because it they have four. Dallas has two. My favorite thing about this was the Brad Evans interview after the game, where he somehow oddly said, and I don't know if you've seen anyone yeah. writing about this. He said, "We got two great goals," and I, I almost wonder if he knew he knew they won, and he knew the score was two to one. So maybe he just never pays attention and just uh, was making stuff up. Uh, yeah, I I really don't know what happened here. Um. We're just listen, listen, just listening to the post game show, and he comes on, says that, um, was really like, wait, so is he just very, very confused? Uh, and uh, but anyway, yeah, they uh, it was enough. Ladero 
scores a goal after Tyron Mears wins the ball off hauling of uh, Zimmerman. And uh, good. And uh, keeps them in it. But it look it started to look bad as they as Dallas did score in the first half. And uh Well, we still had a two goal cushion at that yeah, point. Yeah, and we still had a two goal cushion, but it, but it got nice them that, going a little bit. That you know, later Tyrone Mears makes up for every bad thing Sounders fans have said about him all year. All in all, the game was exciting until we scored our second goal. After that, it wasn't very much it wasn't that great a game. But uh, we you advanced. Were a, lot, a lot less worried. So, okay. Okay, we so got now. it. We have to talk about this call, this this foul. I think it was Figueroa on Tyrone Mears. This is one hundred percent a penalty and a red card. I do not remember what you're talking about. When was that in the game? In, in, in uh, after after we scored our first time, the first it's right on the corner. Of the goal line and the eighteen, right on the, right on the edge, and the ball and Figaro comes in. The ball is Tyrone Mears has run over the ball, and he comes in, gets all the man. He doesn't even touch the ball. It's not even like he he doesn't make any contact with it. Okay. Two footed. This is a hundred percent a penalty. He stopped the attack, and it's a red card because it is a horrible tackle. He told I I don't understand. That just seems like one of the most clear cut red cards to me. And well, the re and how he does not get sent that off. The, the Sounders are up by four goals no, at that point. It doesn't matter. Doesn't that is it? a red card. Okay. That is a what? That is one hundred percent a red card. So, so now, what do you think? Now we know the Sounders are playing, are playing Colorado. We're coming home, and um, Tim Howard is definitely gonna be a handful. We really, if we can bring, I feel pretty confident that we can make it. If if we score two goals at home, I feel like that. Could be enough to put us through. Then if then if we go to Colorado, we get just one. We're in the clear. I th- I think we're in good form. Uh, I it just seems it seems it seems very doable. Uh, but uh, Tim Howard's gonna be good, and Colorado is in great form. It will definitely be interesting to see uh, to see what happens so here. So, what's your prediction for the aggregate score? Um. I will say it is going to be it's going to be three two. We're going to it's gonna be two zero here at home and then it is going to be two one there. Yep. Uh which has so almost us go a replay through. of the of the semifinal. But uh I I think that's gonna be good. And then the other game, uh Toronto is definitely we know they can score goals as they go to New York scored five Massive goals, New York City and uh, Montreal. They uh, they uh, beat the Red Bulls after the Red Bulls had a after Evan Bush saved a penalty by Sasa Kleston, and they had chances to take this game. But uh, hopefully, we'll hope for Montreal. But right, we'll hope that Drogba gets in the game and comes up big and uh, brings the MLS Cup final back to Seattle. 
which would be great. Now, we got to talk injuries here for a second. Jordan Morris went off halftime in the Dallas game. Uh, Valdez went off later. Um, it seems like they're both minor injuries. Right, we're hoping the long break can help uh, them recover. Help them. Of course, Jordan, Mar- too bad we don't get Jordan to see Morris, Morris, who was called up, uh, he's not. He's. Do you think the, he would have gotten into team. that game if he were healthy? I guess it depends yes. how the game goes. Yes, I think he would have. Okay. Uh, especially with um, with no Dempsey, who we we haven't heard much about in a in a while, but um, I, I I really think he would have gotten into. He's in great form. Uh, and uh, hopefully the break will be good. Uh, same with Andreas. Um, it looks like he's going to be, he could be back for the second leg. It would be great if he was back for the first leg. Could be good to have um, Fernandez back too. Looks like he might be back as well. Uh, I have to assume that Dinan Remick is going to be back because he's had a concussion for like a long time now, so I would think he's better. Um, and, uh, but, uh, if Fernandez or even Sitch comes back, I don't, I don't think it's really, really that necessary to put him right in. Or, or Fernandez. I think Valdez is working well. They're good. Yep. I think it's fine if they come off the bench. Um, but, uh, I would leave the spot for Valdez if he's healthy now and, um, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. What did you like the so uh, Jovan Jones moved up for a Neil Fisher, Hercules Gomez booked, and I think they looked pretty. They looked very strong, like that. Of course, uh, they they got their goal in that time. But um, now on a di- now on a different note, so the MOS awards are out. There's two Sounders nominated for this. Uh, I have to. I have to wonder. Do you think there could be more? So Jordan Morris got nominated for Rookie of the Year, um, which, like which, which makes sense. Uh, I wouldn't be. I. Um, he's he's been incredible. He he set goal records. Um, I I feel like I won't be surprised at all if he if he gets up. And then Ladero is nominated for Newcomer of the Year. He really did change a team. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me either. Now, do you think, who do you, um, do you think that Brian should be nominated for Coach of the Year? He started at the same time. Um, yeah, it's hard to know with the partial season. It's kind of like Frank Lampard getting nominated for Comeback Player of the Year. That's the same with Lara. That's the same about Ladero. No, the thing about Frank Lampard, that's more of him getting nominated as an all-star when he hadn't played a game. And thank God he turned that down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he could win um, uh, best interim coach of the year? If there were that category, I think he would have it locked up. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like he's a... He, maybe he... Tim and... Uh, seems like Orlando would have been the Orlando guy probably in, in the running for that if there was that. Um, so that's all. I, I think we've covered... Everything, of course, we'll talk. We'll talk about the game against Colorado, which is on Tuesday, the twenty-second. After that game, and then we'll talk about the second leg. And either we'll be talking about the preview for the MLS Cup. Could be in Seattle. Could be in Toronto. Or, um, and uh, or 
we'll be talking about the whole season wrap-up and talking about the new teams coming in, Minnesota and Atlanta. But for all now, I think all we have to do is keep our scarves up.